This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Welcome back. I'm Matt Jones. And today on the Passive Real Estate Podcast, I will welcome Chris Schwegel. You can find leadership coach, mental health professional, and real estate syndicator Chris Schwegel on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. If you haven't yet, make sure to read Chris's story on the number one best-selling book, Next Level Your Life. Chris's mission is to boost the financial health of 1 million community helpers. Visit chrisconnects.co to access free resources, boost your financial literacy, and build a plan to use real estate investing to transform your life. Welcome, Chris. It's great to have you on the show. You nailed it, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate you. Awesome. And what else would you like the audience to know about yourself? Well, I, I think you covered my big mission, which is the thing I want people to know is that I'm on a mission to help 1 million community workers, specifically healthcare heroes, boost their financial health. And the reason why I call it financial health is because, as you know, as I know, as everyone knows, the better your financial health is, the better your relationships are, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health. I want to help people do that. I have not had that in my life until recently. And so now I'm on a mission to spread that message to others. Yes, indeed. I mean, the there's lots of great heroes out there that are working for community health, social workers, mental health workers, uh, people in hospitals and such uh, in group homes that, uh, you know, they they live paycheck to paycheck or maybe just above and and uh, they need a better way of to live their life and so that they can more be better focused on helping other people. Absolutely. And if I can say one more thing about that, a lot of those people are feeling trapped right now, trapped because they need the paycheck. They got into the work because they wanted to help society. They wanted to help the community, but now they need the paycheck and the retirement of a 401k is decades away. And so I want to help figure out, help people figure out how they can improve their financial help through different avenues of investments, whether active or passive, as we'll talk about today, so that they don't feel trapped. This is burnout prevention. I know I feel a lot better uh, with my work. I'm still an active social worker right now. And I feel a lot more connected to my clients and my work now that between me and you, I, I don't really need the money. I feel better now that this is my calling instead of my job, if that makes any sense at all. Yes, indeed. It, it gives you the freedom to, you know, make the the world a better place, essentially. Absolutely. So how did you get started with real estate investing? Well, it, it started with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like most other things start, <laughs> right? So I was in Costa Rica. This was maybe, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. And I had saved up all my all my tokens and my allowance. You know, at, back then I was a social worker. Right now I'm a social worker. Every social worker has a good side job. So I was also a bartender somehow saved money to go on a trip to Costa Rica with some friends, right? They're all getting ready to go out. They're going to have freshly caught uh, fish, you know, like barbecue ribs, all the uh, awesome stuff. I'm making three, four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Someone asked, what are you doing? Well, you know, I, I went on my little uh, tirade about how I'm helping the community. So I need all sorts of work and you guys make money, even though you don't help the community and all this kind of stuff. I was very jealous about money back then because I didn't understand it. And then one of my friend's wives turned to me and said, well, then why don't you do something about it? And there was a lot more language in there, but I don't want to uh, uh, hurt your <laughs> your audience's virgin ears here. 
Um, there was a lot more language involved, but it was really the kick in the pants that I needed. And I, I didn't know where to start. And so I went back home and I asked someone who I was bartending with in the next shift if they knew anything. And he said, why don't you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? And I think that's where a lot of people go, right? And then I read a Ken McElroy book. I bought Property Management for Dummies and moved out of my friend's basement den and bought a duplex. And I went from paying 200 bucks to live in uh, something that you hope the fire department doesn't show up to actually cash flowing some money. And from there, I was hooked. Yeah, awesome, awesome. And then uh, currently, do you invest uh, passively, actively, or a bit of both? Yeah, all of the above. So we have our own active portfolio, and then we also invest uh, passively, and then we also help other people invest their money passively. So whatever that would be, hybrid model or all, D, all the above, Matt. Awesome. What kind of deals do you invest in now? Like still duplexes? Yeah, yeah. Small multifamily. I don't know anything local anymore. We like to do small multifamily and then rent them out as short-term rentals. We do uh, single-family rentals, both as you know, long-term and short-term rentals. Uh, dipping my toe into residential assisted living, uh, dipping my toe into apartment buildings right now. Excellent. And are you, um, are there certain kinds of asset classes you're active versus passive or, or are you going to cover the whole gamut in both? Yeah, good question. On the short-term rentals, I'm active. On the long-term rentals, I'm active. On the residential assisted living, uh, really trying to be active, uh, but also, I guess, a little bit passive there. Uh, you know, I've got a few deals that I'm underwriting and looking at right now. In terms of the larger stuff, that's where I'm coming in more of a passive investor. And uh, why are you focused on like small to, uh, you know, a little larger multifamily as well as assisted living? Like, like why those asset classes? Well, I like them because it's it's what I know. And I think we all build on what we know. Uh, it's a good way right now to be a bit uh, recession proof or recession resistant, as I'm told to say, you know, people need housing. Uh, the small multifamily that we do as short-term rentals is a great way to play a little offense while also owning, a, you know, a, a uh, an asset that hedges inflation as defense. So we like that aspect of it. The demographics is really what we're after. Um, as we all know, people are getting older. So now I'm thinking of residential assisted living baby boomers haven't even hit assisted living age and we're already two and a half to 3 million beds, you know, un underbuilt in this country. So I like places where the demographics make sense because I'm a long-term buy and hold kind of guy. I'm not like a flipper. I'm not looking to raise capital to put it into something and get out in a year or two. I like to uh, buy something and hold it for a long time. So I really study the trends quite a bit. Excellent. Yeah, that uh, trend with the baby boomers, I call that the silver tsunami. It's, yeah, it's, there you it's go. about to hit us. Yeah, you know, I'm turning silver too. So I think I, I, I'll i be I'll be in there not too long. Yeah, I've been growing gray hairs for 10 years now. So I hear you there. No uh, one's seeing it on the podcast, though. We're uh, good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how do you find your deals? Uh, through brokers and other syndicators. So I'm, I'm not active in looking for deal flow and, and really anything. Even with the stuff that's active or in our own portfolio, we rely on the expertise of others to do that. So when on the deals that you're passive, how do you find the syndication sponsors uh, with whom to invest? Yeah, people, people. And so it's networking, you know, going to events, you know, that's where me and you met was at mm -hmm. local meetups and you get to chit chat and, and, Hey, I've got this and Hey, I've got that. And, 
kind of meet up and then you meet people and, you know, Hey, I met this guy, maybe, you know, this guy and, you know, or this gal and we'll, we'll meet together. So I'm involved in uh, quite a few local meetups. I also go to some national meetups. I'm in a uh, mastermind group with the uh, uh, real estate guys. And so know quite a bit of, of, of people and building my network locally and nationally it helps me stay in the deal flow on different levels and layers. So that's, it's, it's, it all comes down to people. Yep. Both great ways to meet people, both locally and uh, nationwide. And uh, so how can a passive investor determine whether or not like they're um, like, if they're going to passively invest with you as a sponsor, how can they mm -hmm. determine if you are a good match for what they're looking for? Oh, that's a really good question. And I think people don't ask this question a lot. And when they do, I think it, it, it's, it's a bit off because most people say, what's the deal? Where is it? All that kind of stuff. I recommend to people to ask a lot of how questions, you know, how did you come up with this market? How did you come up with your investment thesis of what you think is going to happen? You know, how have you tackled problems and solved problems in the past? So I think there's, it should be a lot of how questions because you're kind of going to be a little bit married to this sponsor for years and years and years. And so put some time into vetting someone right away. You know, figure out how did you meet your partner? How did you get involved in real estate? What is your long-term goals? I'm also a fan of, of Traction, uh, the book Traction and the series Traction. They talk about their VTO. And so I would recommend just aligning core values, whatever that would, would be for, for um, you know, a, a potential investor or a sponsor. What are your core values? You know, what are you involved with outside of real estate? Who are you? You know, what are, what does integrity mean to you? What does honesty mean to you? What if this thing goes sideways? How are you going to handle that? Uh, I was on a call last week with someone and they wanted me to invest passively. And I said, what if, how is this thing going to go sideways? And he said, well, we really don't see that happening. If anything, it might delay your capital return to you by three to six months. And I'm out right away. Uh, because if you don't know all the different ways of how this deal is going to fall apart, then you haven't done enough homework and put in enough forethought into our relationship as kind of a marriage, you know, you're looking to just kind of date. So that's a roundabout way of, of, of answering that question, Matt. But I think that there's some due diligence about core values about how long do you want to stay in the game and how are you going to do all of these different things? And how can you tell if an investor is a good match for you? It, it's the same way. And I think a lot of uh, investors don't realize that sponsors are also vetting you. You know, they're also vetting you as a passive investor because we've done deals before. We know that it's long-term. We know things could go wrong. Hopefully they don't, but they could, you know, any investment has risk, not investing has risk. So we just want to have a discussion about that up front. So what we do in our company is, you know, we talk about core values. Our company has five core values, you know, from we are human serving humans on down to, you know, integrity in everything. And we just ask for someone to talk about what, what they think of their core values and what they're looking for. Also, we talk about a timetable. How long do you want your money to be invested? Are you anticipating any sort of 
life changes coming up? Are you sending a kid to college? Are you retiring? Are you downsizing? Are you considering moving? Anything like that? And then we talk about just what what are you going to do with this money? Because real estate investing, as you know, is very powerful. So you want to make sure that you've got your ducks in a row in terms of your own emotional stability or mental stability in relationship to money to make sure that you are uh, spending the proceeds wisely. And of course, I don't, I'm not going to judge you. I just want to make sure that you have some sort of idea of what you're going to do. Otherwise, sometimes people run into a, a capital gains tax or, or um, you know, whatever it might be where they get into trouble that they didn't foresee. And so we're just trying to really think ahead to solve all those problems or at least offer some solutions before they come up. Real estate is all about adding value to other people. An easy way to do that is to share this podcast with someone you know who wants to do more passive real estate investing. Also, subscribe and leave a review. Now, let's get back to the episode. On the deals that you're active, are those things that you own yourself or joint venture or syndication? Those are things that we own own ourselves. And so, um, yeah, we've, we've put together a, like, I don't know, like, a, I guess a nice little portfolio because you could say for a social worker, um, we, we have moved out of the local market here and we're just in growth markets. We're in a few markets down in, in Florida, but that's stuff that we just dabble in ourselves. Uh, I, I live in Minnesota. And so I think anyone who lives in Minnesota dreams about having a place where they can retreat to, you know, on some beach in Florida, that's part of it. Uh, it was one of my big uh, uh, visions a, a couple years ago to have my family have um, Christmas somewhere uh, really nice in a, in a place where we could swim and and uh, and and see some sun. Uh, I love winter, uh, but I also had this vision of wanting to uh, provide that experience for my family, and so that's part of it too. We like stuff that's fun, you know. When when other people's money is involved we're going to do all the spreadsheets and have the three monitors and do all sorts of analysis and have third party experts look at the underwriting. And what do you think? What do you do think poke holes in this, you know, prove me wrong here, all that kind of stuff. But in our own uh, portfolio, we, we, we like to have a little bit of fun. Yep. Awesome. In which uh, markets do you currently invest? We're in Ocala, Florida. We're in Tampa, Florida, and we're in Cape Coral, Florida. Okay. All Florida. Very good. Yeah. And are do you have the, currently have the capacity to take on new passive investors? Well, uh, we don't have any deals going on right now. We can uh, certainly talk to people about that. And you and I both know that we're in a sticky situation here talking about uh, raising capital, but yeah, if people are interested in that, we certainly are able to match up the right dollars to the right deals for sure. Um sometimes we can match it up with some of our deals that we're working on. Uh, sometimes we just help people facilitate deals with other sponsors. You know, that's one of the nice things about being in a, in a mastermind group of other capital raisers and syndicators is you can help people place money depending on what they're going for. You know, our funds don't have bonus depreciation. Our funds don't have active income depreciation. Some deals do. And so we can help connect you with those if that's stuff that you're you're really looking forward to. I had a conversation just yesterday, in fact, with a family member who had a large capital uh, gain in in 2022 and needs to uh, spend that capital to avoid paying that tax. I can't help them, 
but in my mind, I was thinking of three people who are sponsors with integrity, who I have no problem referring a family member to, to help out. And so that's kind of the nice thing about being involved in a network as well is, you know, we can, we can all help out. Awesome. Yeah. For our listeners out there, if you're considering, you know, passively investing, you know, perhaps with Chris or perhaps with someone else, I I would still recommend reaching out to Chris to have a conversation to see if he would be a good match. And then um, with what your investment goals are, you know, he might connect you with somebody else, or he might say like, I'll keep you in mind for when I do have a deal that uh, might work for what you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same thing with my day job doing therapy with people. I mean, I could be a great therapist or a bad therapist. Either way, I'm going to find a fit with people. It's all about finding a fit, you know? And so um, if things aren't working out with me or you don't want to work with me or whatever, or you do want to work with me, that's great. But if not, hey, I know a bunch of people who are in this space as well. No, you know, no harm, no foul. We're all just trying to help people better themselves. And what's the problem you encountered with the real estate investment and how is it handled? Uh, are we talking an active or a passive investment here? Uh, either one, whatever comes to mind. Well, the first thing that came to mind was uh, the residential assisted living community that I was looking to develop. And so I uh, was working on this for about a year and a half with architects and um, uh, engineers and all that kind of stuff. My wife and I actually, uh, our, our big passion is helping out um, um, elderly people who are oftentimes neglected by family um, kind of thrown away by society. Uh, it's one of our dreams to kind of honor them with a life of, of dignity, um, you know, as they pass on to the next one. And so uh, we had this dream of building this campus of residential assisted living facilities. By residential assisted living, assisted living, I mean a, a house. You know, these were going to be 6,500 square foot ho- houses on one level instead of the big, you know, dorm style or apartment style that you see. Um, there's a lot of psychological research behind people wanting to grow old in a home-like setting and, and a lot of mental health and physical health benefits of being in a home-like setting. You know, you live longer, you fall less, you have more friends, you're more connected, you rate life better, all that kind of stuff. So we're working with the city to uh, build five of them. We get the go from the mayor, we get the go from the co- uh, county commissioners, from the city planners, all that kind of stuff. And then we have our, our, our meeting with the uh, community members in the neighborhood and, you know, they, they really unexpectedly, I guess, for me, uh, coming from a, a social work background, kind of came out with pitchforks as we were the big, big bad developers. And the city, I think, was really taken aback by how, how much people were complaining about potential traffic issues and zoning and all this kind of stuff, which, you know, everyone's got their thing that they're worried about. We knew that we weren't going to add that much traffic because our, our clients inherently do not drive. Of course, we have staff coming in, deliveries and all that kind of stuff, but it's not that much more than a single family home. And so they came out and and uh, one the main city planner called me the next day and said, hey, Chris, um, sorry, we, we, we're saying no on this project. And this is a project that I've been working on for a year and a half. And it's, you know, a big dream of not only mine, but, but my wife's. And it kind of went by the wayside. And the way we handled that was, I said, thank you. And then I bought a bunch of uh, cookies and donuts and I dropped it off down at the city. And when I walked in, I I think they kind of thought that I was going to chew them a new one, but that's not really my style because we're all trying our best. And so I dropped off some cookies and some donuts and 
thanked them and, and spent some time talking to people, just thanking them for helping us get as far as we could, because I think they get the rah-rah celebration when things go well, right? But I wanted to make sure, hey, no hard feelings here. Um, you helped me get certain distance here and things didn't go our way, of course, but there's lessons there, right? So there's lessons to be learned in terms of uh, choosing your right municipality, um, really canvassing the neighborhood and, and and getting to know the neighbors ahead of time. That was some advice we got that we, that we didn't do because it seemed, you know, hard or arduous to do, uh, you know, and then looking nationally, you know, and so now we're looking to partner with people locally here in Minnesota, but also people in, um, you know, down south, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, that are a bit more, uh, you know, welcoming and friendly to that type of development. Yep. And there's a need for it pretty much everywhere you look. So <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready for a speed round? Sure. Yeah. Let's do speed round. What's your favorite part about passive real estate investing? Mm, I get money now and later with my 401k. I had to wait 30 years mm. with this. I get it now and later, both and both with cash flow and in tax savings. Mm. Yes, I love it. I love it. Uh, what do you know now about passive real estate investing that you wish you knew when you first got started? Get off the computer, get out of the house and meet people. Meeting people will propel your career forward more than books and podcasts. Sorry, no offense. <laughs> no worries. With that said, uh, what is a book that you can recommend to other investors? Well, hey, I got the chance to write a chapter in a book, Next Level Your Life, that was a number one international bestseller. So I got to recommend that. Uh, but if we're counting books that I wasn't an author in, uh, I would really have to say I, I like the way Ken McElroy writes and, and teaches. So I would have to start with ABCs of real estate investing. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, ABCs is a great book. I have not read your book yet, but uh, I do appreciate you gave me a copy. So I look forward to reading that. You got it, Matt. I'll check in. I'll check in with you. Excellent. And how, how can our listeners get in contact with you if they want to learn more about what you have going on? Yeah, appreciate that. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Chris Schweigel's my name. Um, I, uh, my website, chrisconnects.co, uh, is a place where we've got some resources. And I'm really building that up now because um, after I've kind of made my mission known publicly, people have reached out. And so I've just, I, I feel like I'm creating content for individual people all the time and I'm putting it up on the website. Um, also, I, I, I came out with a, um, a course. So a lot of people are saying, hey, Chris, love your story. How do I get involved in real estate investing? And so I've had enough coffee and lunches with people where I was just like, I'm just going to make this course and spread it out to the world. And so it's everything from, you know, finding, funding, rehabbing, uh, getting a tenant in place, managing the tenant, what happens if they break the lease, all that kind of stuff onto building your portfolio and all that kind of stuff. And so everyone's got their big, you know, like, $2,000 course. There's a lot of those people out there that offer this for a couple grand. And I, I didn't like that. I wanted more people to get it. So uh, I lowered it to a thousand and then that didn't feel right. So I went down to 900, 800, 700, 600, whatever. Um, so now it's at 597. But, um, uh, you know, if you put up in the promo code, Matt, Matt Jones himself is going to pay the first 200 bucks. Oh, okay. so I, I should have told you that ahead of time, Matt. All right. We well, appreciate your generosity. That's all right. I appreciate my listeners as well. So there you go. Awesome. So uh, yeah, that, that link is in the, the, the show notes for this one and you can type in promo code Matt, M-A-T-T, -T, and he'll pay 200 bucks. Excellent. And is there anything else that you want to mention that we haven't covered yet? 
I just want to thank you uh, for having me on. I know we met at a at a meetup, and that was a lot of fun. And I appreciate every time we get a chance to talk, and it's fun to kind of grow our network and and connect with with different people. So, uh, I like I said before, uh, this we we hit the record button. I'm seeing you everywhere, and I'm loving this podcast. It's great. So keep doing what you're doing, Matt. Thank you. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Chris, and have a great rest of your day. Yeah. You too. Take care. Subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes. Leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content. There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.